Welcome to Swipe Left or Right, a humorous podcast about modern online dating. I'm your host, Tanya. We are going to talk to people from around the country to discuss what it's like dating in various states, in various seasons of life, and on different platforms. We will talk to dating coaches to get some tips on what we are doing wrong and right. We will review dating apps, which are better and which are not so great. We will review articles and data on the latest online dating trends and buzzwords and all the things related to online dating, but mostly we'll laugh and be entertained at the world we may find ourselves in. I'd like to welcome our next guest to the Swipe Left or Right podcast. Welcome, Marjorie from South Carolina. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I am well. Thanks for being on the show. Yes. Now, I understand that you have some years experience of online dating. Yes, I definitely have. I got out of a very serious relationship um, while I was in grad school and kind of dove right into it. What did you have friends around you who did online dating? What prompted you to go the online dating route versus the organic route? Um, I think because at the point that I became single, um, a lot of my friends were already coupled up. And so meeting people through mutual friends was nearly impossible because everybody was already in their, you know, it was just a group of couples, like husbands and wives, or they'd been dating for an extended period of time. So all my friends were already coupled up. And, you know, I did try to go to the bars like any single gal would do. <laughs> and, um, you know, you don't, sometimes you don't find what you're looking for there. The quality isn't there. You know, sometimes the guys are just out to have a guy night and aren't interested. So you run into so many hypothetical situations um, doing that just kind of the organic way. And uh, I guess the other way to meet people would be like at your job. But I was working in a pharmacy and I don't, I didn't like have many other people I worked with. So, you know, that was kind of difficult as well. Sure. And I have found that sometimes dating from your work environment gets awkward because if it doesn't work out or one person's feelings are hurt, then it makes the office environment toxic and nobody needs that. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of tension, I'm sure. (laughs) Yes. I personally have worked in a field where I don't have a lot of in-office staff, so it's been small firms, but Mm -hmm. I definitely have some friends who've dated in their work environment, and I always... We always end up going out to the bar and drowning our sorrows in beer. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Now, you are not currently online dating, correct? Correct. No. Now, you are one of the the hopeful ones you give the rest of us hope because you have found your perfect person and you are engaged correct yes the algorithms sometimes work i like it (laughs) and you are getting married in october this fall this fall yes fantastic okay so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna sort of walk our listeners through how to have hope and what that looks like for the rest of us single people yeah, totally. How did you choose the app that you used? Or did you just use multiple apps? So I think um, when you're in the online dating arena, you kind of need to experience what each app has to offer. Um, 
and kind of what works best for you and ultimately what your end goal is. Um, you know, assumingly a lot of people do want to get married, but a lot of people don't at whatever point in time they are. So dating is dating. Um, and I think a lot of people get confused. And at the beginning when I was first started dating, I was dating to find a husband. But what I had forgotten is that first you have to find a boyfriend before you find a husband. And so I think a lot of people go into it with these high expectations that I need to find a husband, I need to find a husband, I need to find a husband. And yes, for some people, that's the end goal. But before you have a husband, you have to just find a boyfriend and see if you like him for a week. And if you like him after that week, you see if you like him for the second week and, you know, so forth. And so um, I chose Hinge above all the other ones, I think, just because I could see a little bit more of the personality um, amongst the candidates, you know, the guys out there. Um, but I was on Bumble and Tinder. I tried eHarmony for a little bit, too, just because I wanted somebody a little spiritual, Um but yeah, you just got to kind of find what fits best for you. Now, did you find that you were discovering things about yourself that you didn't know as you were searching for the perfect man? I totally did. I came out of a very serious, very long high school sweetheart situation, and I thought that was my type. I thought that I needed to just emulate him and somebody else or you know, I thought I only was attracted to blondes. Well, it turns out my future husband is now a brunette. You know, I thought I, I thought I needed somebody with like a grad school degree. Um, so I kind of filtered my things based on that because um, I just thought that would be a better, well, suit, more compatible. But turns out, you know, I found a guy who has an associate's who is super motivated and now he has a bachelor's. So, you know, you just gotta like, you gotta kind of toss some um, characteristics aside, but stay true to your morals and values, I guess. Sure. Prioritize the checklist into needs and wants and then yeah, negotiables. Yes, exactly. I like it. What did you find was the hardest thing about online dating? I think... Um, at first, it's very impersonal, I guess. Like, at first, you're literally just texting a 2D screen. Um, and there's a lot of anticipation, I think, on both sides to, like, set a date and time to meet each other. Um, and sometimes I felt like that was kind of, um, like, a hard like, once you kind of got past that, then you could kind of figure out, like, is this going to continue or is it not? Because you're the version of yourself when you're just texting somebody is totally different than the version of you when you're video chatting or when you're even, like, obviously in person. Um, so you get totally different vibes from people sometimes. And sometimes they match and sometimes they don't. So... Did you find that your perception of the person was different via the text, like you were saying, versus when you met them, were they like completely different or you had this image of what they would be and they turned out to be something different? I think you like it's 
it's kind of inevitable that you're gonna build the person up in your mind without ever meeting them um it's like when you're reading a book you read the book and you're in it and you're envisioning your version of it but then when you see the movie come out you're like oh I didn't really picture it like that but that was somebody else's vision so it's just kind of like the faster you can kind of just get past the texting and like set that meet up is what I found best um just because yeah like I think like when I was going about it I would be like hey you seem pretty cool let's meet up like I would just try to get straight to like seeing them like as like a casual thing not not even like a date date um and that, I think that worked out best nice what was your go-to I call it first contact somebody yeah. else uh, my recent guest called it a meet and greet and so it's that yeah. first low expectation let's what was your go-to first date um it would always you know it would always end up being drinks I think with one guy, I got him to go on like a walk with me on the beach, which seems romantic. But when you're thinking about it, like we live by the beach, at least where I live, we live by the beach. So it's kind of not uncommon to be like, hey, do you want to just go walk on the beach? So that sometimes you eliminate the loud bar, alcohol, blah, blah, blah. Um, But I think it would always end up being at like a local bar, either downtown or on Shed Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, who picked the place? Was it like a mutual discussion or did you always defer to the man or did he let you pick? What was the um, details of who picked what? Right. I think m- most of the time it was like a meet in the middle sort of place. Um, you know, I think if you're down near the pen- peninsula, everybody's kind of 15 minutes like in the a lot of people just live around this area but you know like if somebody were up in Somerville and I was down here in West Ashley we'd meet somewhere in the middle you know so it's kind of like easy for both people like not one person is driving all the way across town sure so that makes perfect sense when you live in a mm-hmm. metropolis how mm-hmm. I'm trying to think how the best way to say this is what is your best mm-hmm. experience from online dating other than meeting your future husband? Is there something in your experience that was like, wow, this is, this is what I was expecting it yeah. to be. I think like I found a lot of cool, cool guys along the way. Um, some did like tend to stick around and we kind of just formed like a relationship outside of dating. Um, just when we knew we weren't, we weren't each other's person. Um, we just kind of continued to still be friendly towards each other, just like in a completely innocent way. Just like, you're a really cool guy. You're not mm, the guy for me, but like, you're really cool. Maybe I could, you know, just, you know, like keep coming and hanging out with our group of friends. Cause you're fun to be around. Um, and so that, that I was kind of shocked by that because that's kind I would, think that's kind of uncommon also like um there were quite a few I mean a lot of the stories don't end that way a lot of times you just kind of churn and burn you're like okay not a great date move on to the next not a great date move on to the next and you never hear or see from them again but there were just like a small handful where like sometimes you'll just still have that little like um friendship evolve out of it that's awesome I love that Mm -hmm. I've 
experienced that myself. I have several really good friends from guys that I've gone on dates with. So I love that. How do you Mm -hmm. tell somebody that you're not interested in them? Um, that was always really hard for me. Um, but I think like, it just comes down to you being honest and expressing that. And you can honestly say like, Hey, um, like the date didn't really go how I expected. Or, um, I think we just kind of want different things, or at least I know that I don't see this going any further. Um, you know, I think when you, you know, I, I think you just need to be honest with him. Just literally tell him how you feel. I think, like, I'm sorry, I just wasn't, like, attracted to you in that way. Or, I mean, then that that's, that's a hardest form of rejection. But, I mean, sometimes you're on the other side of it, too. Um, and... I mean, some guys would be like, well, can you, I guess like there was a few, few, few guys that would ask for feedback, you know, and I always found that a kind of a little bit odd, but I understand it. Cause when you're in that realm, you're like, you're like, dang, well, what am I doing? Like, what, why aren't I clicking? But I think it just comes down to everybody just wants to find that compatibility and we are all super unique individuals and so it's very you know there's so many humans in this world we're obviously not going to click with every single one of them so the i have found i night tell me if this is your experience that the quicker you recognize that it's not personal like yeah. rejection is not easy for anybody but right. when you recognize going to a date that you may potentially never see this person again. So I always try to be kind and honest and upfront. But sometimes when you are getting that mm-hmm. not so nice response to your not personal rejection that you you're like, it's not about me. Right. The quicker yeah. I got there, the better off I was. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like, yeah, I mean, we all have, yeah, I mean, and a lot of it comes down to timing. Like, you know, even though we're on the online dating, we still are at different points in our life, you know? Um, And sometimes even like, even if you dated a guy the same exact age as you, he could be at a totally different point in his life than you are. And so you think you're compatible, but then it's just sometimes not the right time for you to end up to be together, you know? Um, So sometimes you can reevaluate that like later on, but you know, I don't know. I mean, it's a very hard, like it's the, puzzle piece everybody's looking for a puzzle piece and I would always go this is one thing that kind of helped me with rejection was I would go into each date being like I'm just gonna learn something new if I can learn something new from this guy if this guy can teach me something new awesome and I can walk away with it taking something home with me you know like even if he rejects me or he's not a right fit for me or however it goes down if I can walk away and be like, oh, he taught me something today, then I still find that as being a win, as growth, you know, so. That's awesome. The, taking each opportunity to learn something and to grow as a person. I love mm-hmm. you. I'm mm-hmm. going to have to take and use that one when I uh, go back to online dating. 
Yeah, I mean, even if it's something like, oh, like, you should, um, like, did you hear about the, like, the new book that came, or movie, like, or that actor, and I'd be like, oh, no, I didn't know that, that's really cool, actually, blah, 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 and then, you know, I don't know, like, some guy taught me about the Constitution, because he was a lawyer, and I was like, oh, didn't know that. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Okay. So worst online dating experience. What just takes the cake and you're like, I might be done online dating because of this. Um, uh, I never, I don't think I, I guess in the moment you have those feelings of like, I'm never going to do online dating again, but that, that would be quite an extreme, I think. Um, like reaction out of some of the bad dates I did have but like there was this one guy that just was like trying so hard to be edgy or cool like he just he was so um he was probably just insecure nervous himself I don't know I'm just assuming but he would say the f word like fuck like every other like like it was like a regimented thing and I was like why are you doing that like um that was just like a very it was like a forced thing or trying to be cool or I'm not even really sure why that one stands out to me but then you know there's other ones where like I went on a date with an anesthesiologist and I was like okay cool and then like you know like and then he he was just put me to sleep he really did because it was like talking to a brick wall and I was like well this is so this is the hardest date I've ever been on because it was just me talking to a brick wall and I couldn't get him to talk back to me and it was that was very hard you know so you come across so many different types of guys it's just very interesting so those are two that stand out but when they're not even that horrible That's perfect, though, because I have done so much online dating that I don't like hearing the bad stories. I like hearing the entertaining, ha-ha, I'm glad that didn't happen to me story, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I don't like hearing bad stories from online dating because then it scares me and it scares listeners on not wanting to do it and, oh, man. Um, when you started your online journey, did you seek advice from any of your friends or did you get some input on how to proceed or what to do? Ultimately, um, you're the one in the driver's seat. Um, so I think I did, um, like at the very beginning, I would always want to seek my roommate Allie's approval and be like, do you think this guy looks cool? Like, um, before I go on a date with him and I kind of give her a glimpse of like some of the texting that we had done back and forth. Um, so it's, I mean, yeah, you kind of want to consult your friends, but you also kind of want to just trust your gut you know, because your friends are different than you as well. Absolutely. Um, so sometimes they're not the best. Um, like they're, they're great for like that first impression too. When you finally do start, like if things continue and you do start 
like going on multiple dates with the same guy um they're great to kind of be like hey my friend's gonna stop by for a drink too or you know just in like a group setting or something and then they can kind of be like oh yeah he's like he's an authentic guy you know he's he's a real guy you know and he's not trying to put on a show or you know so yeah good feedback like getting mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. after the first contact getting that feedback from people did you do you have any when you were dating did you have mm-hmm. any safety things like did you tell somebody where you were going or anything like that so there was a s- level of safety involved yeah, I always would tell my roommate where I would be and at what time um, and kind of gauge just based on the date, like when I would be home, like whether it was like typically an hour and a half, sometimes two hours. But sometimes if you were really chatty with the guy, it could go into like a three hour time frame, um, just depending, you know, but if but I would always kind of update, like, you know, be like along the way and I'm sure like it was kind of understood that if she didn't get an update then maybe something's <laughs> up but you know never like a bailout sort of situation or anything like that I never had that set up or you know I never felt fully uncomfortable with a guy that I had been talking to 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 even have that be a like a potential option you know I like it that's that's like the best online dating experience is when you can sort of vet out potential right. contact before getting to that point. So you don't have right. to feel that per- like like that. Exactly. Yep. Um, what have you learned? Like what advice would you give other people on their online dating journey if they were just like starting out? Um, I think, um, take it day by day. Um, and like I said at the beginning, I was so, I'm a serious dater. I don't, that's just me. And that's just how my heart works. Um, I get invested. A lot of women are the same, but we're, but we're also not all the same. So, um, you know, I think, when I had started out, I knew I wanted somebody that was also serious about dating for long term, not not even short term or, you know, um, like sleeping around um, sort of situations. Um, so when I was looking, I really needed to train my brain, like I said, to just just find a boyfriend, you know, don't put this caliber so high for the guy you know that you're like sitting with him but you're planning your wedding you know you can't go into dating trying to plan a wedding you just have to go into it to find a boyfriend like you know and I think that was just how my brain was operating at that point in time and so I needed to retrain it and I think everybody gets Women especially get tied up in their time frames and if they want families and um, that sort of thing. But if you kind of just let go of that control and go into the dating apps just with an open mind, um, you know, I think you'll have much have a better time 
you know, I think you'll just enjoy it more. Um, I began to enjoy it more when I began to enjoy it more and realized like, oh, I don't need a doctor or a lawyer or a, you know, like you, you just like, you think you need these things or want that sort of life or I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes you character, characterize guys based on their occupation. Um, sometimes you characterize them based on their looks. I mean, but at the end of the day, you just gotta go with what your, what your soul really wants, you know, and the compatibility with another person like that. So kind of drop those, those materialistic things, you know, and then you can really start to have fun. So. You really did use Hinge for what it was intended to be, the app that wanted that is meant to be deleted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Nice. It's very true. Did you find, did you find like a favorite restaurant or a bar or like in all of your online dating dates was there some place that you went you're like oh I would have never discovered this place and this is such a cool place I grew up here so I've kind of just been to enough um (laughs) but you know I think you can kind of like you know if a guy is like I, I mean I've been on so many variations and none of them have been like like I kind of liked every place I was taken or like we agreed to go to. Um, I don't think there's a good setup or a bad setup. I mean, obviously if you're going to a skeezy plate, like a like hole in the wall, like let's rethink some things. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, if you're going to a chain restaurant, let's rethink some things. But, you know, if you're going out to just a, local place it doesn't have to be big or small or dim delighting or you know it could be it could even be a coffee date you know um I did do one of those one time or a couple of the one that stood out but yeah so you know nice well there's hope for the rest of us to find our forever person yeah and congratulations again on your wedding Thank you. Thank you for being a guest on the Swipe Left podcast. And maybe we'll have to check in after the wedding to see how things are going and have you on again to give us some post-wedding advice. Yes, of course. No problem. Well, I thank you again. Thank you for listening to episode six of the Swipe Left or Right podcast. Hit the subscribe button to receive the latest updates and don't forget to follow swipe.left or right podcast on Instagram. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the show, please email me at swipe left or right podcast at gmail.com. Until next week, be safe and always entertained while swiping. <laughs>